0: We're available on Facebook as Latin Proud Orlando and on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening and ¡Vamos Orlando! How are you doing everybody? Welcome to Latin and Proud Orlando. We are live uh, Monday, June the 20th, 8.38 p.m. Thank you so much for being live with us uh, today. We have uh, a lot to talk about. Uh, Orlando City has, uh, they, they won Houston, you know, they beat Houston 2-1. Uh, to one. It was a, uh, it was a, um, it was a game
1: that Orlando started very well, started very well.
0: Uh, I, I believe that dominated most of the instances in the first half. And then the last 30 minutes, I'll say, of the game, Orlando again was, I, I felt like, it was, you know, they were cornered a little bit, right? Uh, Houston uh, made the right uh, changes in the second half. I think Darwin Quintero is a very uh, dynamic player and, um, Obviously, he made a difference, and we'll talk about that and more. Uh, transfer window news. We have Gaston Gonzalez. It's, it's in Orlando. We have an update on that. We also will talk about the Pride, OCB, several other news uh, coming up.
1: Also, Orlando and why they didn't, we didn't get the World Cup bid. We'll talk about that as well. But before we start, I want to encourage everybody. Uh, we are literally five subs away to get to 400 subs. We're five subs away. So if you guys know anybody, I think today, tonight, in this episode, we can reach that mark of 400 subs. So uh, help us out. Help your fellow Purple community out.
0: Uh, Hit the subscribe button. Then click on the notification bell for all notifications. We're live on also on Facebook and on Twitter at LPO underscore podcast. And uh with me it's uh
1: Dave and Paola. How you doing, Dave?
2: Doing good, Luis. Thank you for the introduction. Uh, it's been a rough week for me. Thought I just had a sinus infection, unfortunately. I contracted COVID, which ruined my uh my weekend plans uh of meeting with my friend. Column who uh, came from England to enjoy the game with me, but he was able to go and attend and uh, please ignore that guy over there <laughs> in the back. Um, and, uh, and, uh, he, he had a great time. Uh, he was telling me that, uh, he was very impressed with the quality of football here in the United States. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to uh, come together for the, uh, the game on the 29th. Aside from that, um, my friend Kevin Reese from Orlando City UK was here in 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 at, in, at the stadium uh, I was get, I was able to give him my own news tickets uh, again um, sadly I wasn't able to to meet with them and what seems to be a theme with me and Taylor our friend Taylor Williams from Orlando City UK who every year that he's here something happens where we can never meet so Taylor uh, I'm glad that uh, well First, congratulations on your nuptials. You're on your uh, he's in his uh, um, honeymoon, and obviously was greeted with a victory in Orlando. And um, my friend, maybe maybe when I go to Stevenage, we can catch up. Hopefully, that will be the case. And um, well, uh, Luis, we had a we had a victory, and uh, we have plenty of football to talk about tonight. So with that, I pass the microphone to Paola.
3: Hi, guys. Happy Monday. Excited to be back with y'all. Um, I had the opportunity to go with my dad to the, um, to the game on Saturday, and I'm going to bring him more often to the games. He was the lucky charm. Um, he was super excited. Um, he mentioned that I, I already, like, uh, went with him to a Orlando Magic game, and then he was comparing. He was like, oh, I like this one more better. So that was good news. Um, but, but, um, like Luis said, we, we had that momentum in the first half, 30 minutes after it got a little bit choppy, but we can talk about that later. But I was super excited that I had the opportunity to spend like a pre father's day with my dad and myself on the, uh, on the game. And I asked him, will you like to go again? And he's like, of course. So I'm excited to see if I can bring my dad for more games. So that was my, my giveaway.
1: Sure. Uh, I'm so happy to hear that you were able to to spend, uh, you know, the time with your father. I also want to say um, Happy Father's Day to everybody that obviously the uh, Dave and everybody else that was not, we were not able to say uh, Happy Father's Day. Uh, either way, uh, it was an
0: eventful game against Houston t- um, yesterday. Uh, well, no, Saturday. Uh, I, I will have to say uh, I was very impressed of the play and, and the level of high press um, and intensity. Orlando came out in the first half. Uh, and then,
1: you know, it just kept dwindling down as, uh, as time went on. In uh, Houston's momentum started growing in the second half. For, personally, I think it's a win. A win's a win. I'll take it. You know, I'll take it without a doubt. I think uh, the way Orlando started this game was, um, you know, the lineup. This lineup needs to be seen again for sure. I'm going to go ahead and put it right here. <clears throat> um, my first impressions when I saw this um, this lineup was Kyle Smith as a center back. You know, that's the first thing I thought. I thought, wow, great. Um, he actually did not disappoint. Uh, Cesar Araujo was solid. Junior Urso as well, but I want to talk about these three right here. These three right here today, they worked. I mean, uh, on Saturday they worked. Comp- I mean, they were, in my opinion, very well. They, they were they were meshing very well, and obviously, who benefited out of out of them three meshing very well? Urgenkara, there to score goals. And he's uh, becoming hot, as we were saying in, the, in previous episodes. He's becoming hot. Now, the second goal of version, Cara, he even
0: laughed and said, you know, I'll take the goal because it hit me, you know, but it's 99.9% Mauricio Pereira's goal, right? Uh, I'm just fortunate to have a brace and keep scoring goals as a striker
1: who doesn't want to score goals, right? But I'm very impressed of Jake Mulraney and he has how he can he has fast he has adapted so fast to Pareja's system. It, I think I think it, he's been very well in, in that left flank. It was a breath of fresh air uh, of having you know Benji as a starter. Uh, I like Benji coming as a sub with a lot of stamina and a lot of uh, punch, right one two punch. and then you have Mulraney, in the first half, he he actually did not disappoint at all whatsoever. Uh, Mauricio Pereira, I mean, he's been the last, I'll say, three or four Orlando games playing in a consistent level. And personally, I think he played a phenomenal game today. I think without our number 10, we would have not gotten those two goals. And, uh, you know, it, it is due to him. And then Facundo Torres, I still see that he's – You know, in some games, he's shining bright like a diamond. I want to say that just like the Rihanna song. But on other games, like today, for example, I've seen them everywhere on the pitch, completely free. But no one passes the ball to him. Like, I've noticed, like, you know, Araujo, Urso, and and Mauricio, they've tried to associate. But Mulrainey and him, it was weird. Like, there was not, uh, you know, he was waiting for the ball. Hey, pass me the ball. He was even going like this to, you know, a bunch of times. You know, I can count it maybe three or four times. And no, we'll pass him the ball. So I think it's a uh, part of adapting, right, to, to the league. Hopefully we see him scoring in the next game. We play against Cincinnati. I think the game against Cincinnati is a must win now because after Cincinnati did to us at home, right? Uh, so, Dave, what are your your thoughts about um, for starters of this game against uh, Houston Dynamo?
2: Well, first of all, um, Jake Rainey definitely uh, a surprise. Um, as I have mentioned before, uh, he played for, for Stevenage in England for six games on loan, and uh, I have plenty of friends back in the UK that uh, remember him fondly. Um, he, he scored a goal for Stevenage. He was very dangerous. And at the time, a lot of people – expected him to be a English championship or premiership player. Fortunately, things did not work out for him, and he ended up in the uh, Scottish premiership, which is, you know, I, I know a lot of people like to crap on that, that league, but, you know, it's a very demanding league. Uh, and um, the fact that uh, we have this player – is by sheer accident. Um, obviously, Sylvester Van de Water gets hurt. We need a replacement right away. And Mulraney wanted out of Atlanta. Uh, there's a lot of problems in Atlanta right now. There's, there, there's, their place on the table shows why. And uh, he had, no, had no, pro, no, no problems coming here. And his uh, dynamic, explosive energy, his field awareness... Uh, you know, he's a complete, total footballer, in my opinion. He's somebody that has had to work his his way up from Irish football, English football, Scottish football. So this is somebody that is used to the physicality of leagues. Somebody that is used to uh, high skill, and that's the type of player that we need right now. I don't think that, um, uh, unfortunately, we had we had that in that position in, in, a, in, a, in, in, a, in a long time. Uh, Mauricio Pereira, in my opinion, had a great game. Uh, Facundo Torres uh, finding his place. And Urchin Cara getting hot. The boys played uh, in, on Wednesday in uh, New England, uh, rescuing a vital point against a very, very good New England team. Um, and in uh, New, uh, for everybody that knows, Gillette's team is a very, very hard place to win. We discussed this sure. last week. We said it's a very big surface. Uh, it's uh, turf, and the boys managed to get that and then to come home and make it a four-point week. Um, I have to say that I'm more than satisfied. Uh, a team like this, uh, it's it's collecting points. It's It's getting better and better and hopefully uh, this coming up Friday, we'll see the better version of them. Paola? Paola. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, um, I will agree on everything that David and Lee said. Um, Kyle Smith, let, let's talk about him, right? Because he is like our super utility guy. Um, doesn't disappoint us. He has stepped up on where we need him, even if in the, on the left, on the right, and now in the center. So kudos for him. He, he bleeds purple for sure. Um, talking about Jake, I love what I'm seeing about him. He should have scored, like, in the first 20 minutes of the game. Um, so I, I, I like that he's playing more towards the middle sometimes. And him and Faku um, changes, right? They, they go to left and to the right sometimes. And I think that's a strategy from Pareja. I don't know if he's confusing I don't know, right? If he's confusing the other uh the other players formation, but I have observed that on on those two that they were like jumping in between um themselves. About Pereira, if like phenomenal game for him. And and I was kinda like Kara said, like percent. That was his goal, and I was kind of sad that it wasn't him, like his goal. But at at the end of the day, we we won the game, and that's the importance of the of the beauty of this game, right? Um, I'm I'm excited of what I'm seeing about Kara, and um, I wish that Faku can score because, like Luis said, he has been since he got here. He has been in pocket of spaces by himself. Um, and he got, like the 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 score from Pereira. He was by himself in front of in front of the goal. He was like pointing it, like, "Hey, give me the ball." But at the end of the day, we got that goal. So I, I like the connections that the team in front is doing. So more to come from Jake.
1: Yeah, certainly. Uh, I'm gonna say something. I I I personally believe uh, that. Neither Molrani, Pereira, and Torres should be should should move out of the starting lineup, uh, you know, whatsoever. I think uh, we found um, three players that can certainly work together and and try to link up. And I think we need a link-up play to feed Urjankara. I mean, uh, Orlando paid over, I think, thirteen million uh, for Urjankara, so. I mean, this is money that's invested on a, on a player that scored 14 goals in the Austrian league. Um, it needs to deliver, right? And so right now that he's hot and the three right there in the middle are working, I wouldn't change that. Now, I like the fact that Pareja was able to make the changes, the right changes at the right time. Uh, and uh, obviously, if he knows that Mo is maybe right now going to play maybe 70 minutes, uh, you know good you know we have andres perea or or or, you know you switch him you know if you want to have more presses in the mid you put andres perea on there you know you can you know and and see your options right there that you can have alexandre pato which is what he did he took Kara out put uh, alexandre pato in and then pato had a couple of chances as well Uh, unfortunately you know um, he was unlucky Um, but I like those three personally, and th- this is this is how Orlando scored both goals. You know uh, the link-up play between uh, M- Mulraney, Pereira, Torres, and then Kara. Right? Uh, I think uh, we need to keep that. Um, it, you know, and then another thing I'm gonna say is um, we definitely missed our center backs. And again, I wanna press this need. Jansen now is gonna miss the next game. Jansen uh, got a yellow card. And uh, for descent, and now he'll miss a a, another game, an important game in my opinion against Cincinnati because we have to win that after they paint the paint in our faces uh, orange. Um, We need to definitely clean up, clean the mess up, and 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 we need our 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 starting, at least our starting uh, center back duo. Uh, because Antonio Carlos is down, which is, should be Rodrigo Schlegel and Robin Jansen. We, we, I, I want to stress not, not to knock anything on on, on Robin, but I think, you know, we need to watch out for those yellow cards. I mean, he already got eight yellow cards in one season. And so far this season, eight yellow cards. So um, we need our starting core lineup, right? I mean, Kyle... He's definitely our ace of spades, right? He can, you know, he can definitely play any position we want him to play, but it, you're also doing a disservice on Kyle when you have a player like Darwin Quintero, right? A player of that level going through his side. He's going to be a menace and he's already tired. How are you going to contain a, a colorful, uh, 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 I will say, a South American talent, because he's a South American talent. I mean, he played in a very competitive league, which is a Colombian league, in a very important club. So how do you how do you handle, right? How, how do you put that burden into Kyle? So you need to have your starting center back duo that's used to that type of pressure. Now, um, the only thing that worked for Houston was to wait for Orlando. It, 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 essentially, in my opinion, I think, Houston, I don't know what Hector Herrera is gonna do. Uh, he he started playing July the second. I don't see Hector Herrera fixing this Houston team at all. I mean, he he barely did it in Atletico Madrid. How's he gonna do it in Houston, right? And I don't. I, I, and then now pairing him up with Darwin Quintero, which I believe he should have started the game. You know, I think it would have been. You know, then you can see a partnership between them two, right? But I mean, it is a team that is in rebuild mode, for sure. I can definitely tell. And you know, um, they waited for Orlando. They 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 had a lot of chances in the second half. And uh, you know, those are you know a better team could have tied the game for us. I, I see it that way. A better team. So let's say it would have been New England, right? I believe New England would have tied our this game. For, for, against Orlando at Exploria and that would have been horrible because the people that are in the stands they expect obviously for Orlando to win right I mean they I think it doesn't matter for what, what the score is but they want to win uh, after seeing you know OCP getting six after seeing Pride getting you, you know what I mean like you want Orlando City to win you know and better so that, those those things we need to take them into consideration on the next games coming up because um those two games coming up I think are very important um Orlando will cement themselves right on top 4 if they beat Cincinnati for sure they will cement themselves in top 4 comfortably and then obviously we have a quarterfinal to play right dave what are your thoughts
2: not for sure luis uh This Friday going to Cincinnati, we have to win. We should have won that game when they came to town. Um, Don't know what happened that night, but, you know, um, like our friend um, Sergio says all the time, your bad night might be the opponent's best night. Uh, To be honest with you, I was a little uh, disappointed uh, on the second half. Uh, Darwin Quintero, we just did not had an answer for him. Did not had an answer for him. What a player! You know, yeah. you have to, you have to, um, you have to be gracious to the opponent when they're talented. Uh, I'm not, um, I'm not that that type of fan that all the people in purple are great, everybody else sucks. That's uh, that's, that's that stupid mentality. <laughs> Darwin Quintero is is a discipline. Uh, skillful <laughs> smart player um that that is gonna that is gonna get a lot of points for Houston and uh, as he gets along in the season most likely he's gonna drag that carcass to to playoffs um he he would just uh people forget he hit the woodwork on a free kick that ball would have gone in then probably we we're talking about a different uh a different game um and I understand, and to go back to the, the Robin, let's go back to the center back situation. I think Robin is a great footballer. And uh, just like Robin, I have that problem. I run my mouth because I'm a prideful person, and I don't like when people have get the best out of me. I have to let them know, guess what, buddy? I got you in check. But sometimes you got to learn when to zip it for the greater good now we're without his services so now we're gonna have again a kyle smith and uh rodrigo schlegel situation but rodrigo schlegel is a very serviceable player and a very good one rodrigo works best when he's anchored by antonio carlos or robin jansen because those are the guys that sort of curtail his craziness at times he's too eager at times and i'm afraid that having Kyle Smith, who uh is a is a great player. This is not his natural position, although he played it in college. That's the reason why he's there. And Kyle Smith, kudos to him. This is the type of he's a utility player, he's a journeyman player. Wherever you put him, he does the best. Uh, I don't think we had a player like that uh, since the USL uh base, where where we had a few players that uh that that basically served that, that role, like our old captain, Rob Valentino, who right now uh, is an assistant in Atlanta. We – we in, in the MLS era, we never had a player that we could plug and play, and uh, but that's not his position. I mean, uh, personally, what I would like to see, Robin Jansson, Antonio Carlos, obviously we can't have that right now. But half of Robin's uh, yellows have been dissent. <coughs> Excuse me. This is basically talking back to the to the to the ref. And in situations like this, what do we win? You know, what do we win? Okay, so you told the ref, you know, hey, go and shop that car wherever the sun doesn't shine, but now you're affecting our result next week. You know, so I don't do I I just don't see um uh yeah the persona está en los comentarios te vamos a borrar. Hey, don't act like an like an imbecile. No, but but
1: but don't don't let it get to you. It comes. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah,
2: I'm sorry that yeah, uh, you know I'm a serious person and I'm not gonna but, let some punk. No, just that. just just think about what you got. So to finish my statement and, and allow Paola um the uh, the opportunity. So it, you know we we have to we have to concentrate on the greater good of the club. And, and running out of our mouths it's 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 not doing it it's not doing it my friends if and and, and we, with this I finish if you look at Pedro Galese who had the opportunity to sit out these games he said no he just jumped on a private jet went to directly to Boston played on Wednesday played on Friday or played on Saturday I'm sorry that is the level of commitment that we need from our players to put the club above everything else and you know like I said, robin as as much as i like him it's it's detrimental to have that attitude where we're running our mouths and and we're getting yellow cards that at the end affect the greater good of the club so for that i would like for him to have a come to jesus moment and for that person to uh to say hey maybe maybe i need to you know shut up sometimes because i'm affecting i'm affecting the, the 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 collective yeah, sure. Um, you know, um,
1: I have to say something because I, I definitely um, talked to Yoan Mutinho in the post-press conference. You guys can find the footage uh, right on our YouTube channel. It's like right there. Um, you know, we, we talked to Urjankara as well. I want to say hello to Mike and the people from the mainland today that were with me at the press conference. Um, certainly what, what, what Mutinho said was something like just what they've described, you know, uh, Galeza just came from, um, pretty much, uh, losing the game of his life. Right. Um, it was, it was an opportunity for him to be a two time, you know, to go to the, to the world cup twice, you know, be one of the be probably one of the best keeper probably the best keeper in, in Peru's history you know two time world cup keeper goalkeeper for the national team and unfortunately peru blew it you know that that's that's i mean i'm not going to sugarcoat it just because i'm peruvian he, he peru blew it completely blew it and uh, the players know it the whole world knows it peru knows it you know everyone knows it And from being so demoralized without his wife, his kids, you know, he literally, he said, you know what? I'm not going to waste time crying about it. I'm going to just focus on me and my club. And that's exactly what he did. He flew from Qatar to Boston. Joan Motuño mentioned it. He had the chance to rest. He didn't. And it shows the type of level of players and type of leader he is right in the locker room. So I think, you know, um, Gaston Gonzalez, for example, is a newcomer. He's very lucky to have leaders like that, you know? Somebody like Pato has played all over the world. Somebody like Pedro that can show you when you fail, you can get up and move on, right? Uh, you've had uh, other players that have come up with tough injuries, you know, like maybe Antonio Carlos when he comes back. So he's going to have so many heads to, to mentor this kid that he's a phenom on the left flank, right? I mean... What a boost Orlando's going to have when he comes back. Uh, but honestly, you know, I, I'm saying this because it's very important. And I also talked to Oscar Pareja, and I'll give the, the mic to Um Oscar Pareja said, I asked him the question, what are you going to do at the U.S. Open Cup? You know, is the U.S. Open Cup the priority? Are we going to play with the A team? Or are we going to have a mix of players? Because we have... Cincinnati on the um, you know um, this week and then five days later we have the U.S Open Cup. what are we going to do? So he said, I have full trust in my squad, but obviously to us the priority is the U.S Open Cup. pretty much is what he said and you know with you know without cutting it any any any, any loose ends, he said that. so uh, we should see Galese we should see our starting squad against Nashville. Because obviously the city of Orlando deserves silverware. Uh, every single fan in those stands deserves silverware. And I think Orlando knows that. And I think that they're pointing to that. Not to say that they're going to not focus on Cincinnati. Because he, he, he made it very clear to me. And you can see the footage, like I said, the video. It's on our YouTube channel. Check it out. Um, he said, look, I want to do both. I think we have the team to do both tournaments. We have the team to do both tournaments. So I'm going to aim for both. But if you ask me, I think the U.S. Open Cup right now, obviously, is a high priority because of the cup, because of what we can win. So, um, you know, let's let's definitely, you know, he wants to go. He, he pretty much said, I want to go to another final. I took Orlando already to, to, you know, to one final. I want to definitely go to another final and win the final. Right? So I think... Uh, you know, a lot of good things are coming up. Hopefully, and uh, hopefully, we see the A team against uh, Nashville. Uh, Dave, you wanted
2: to say something? Uh, well, something real quick because I I believe we skipped Paola. Um, the uh, to go back to the situation with the Open Cup. Definitely, uh, I I can't stress enough how important this is. And uh, to answer the question by uh, Eric, our friend Eric Sanchez, uh, what happens if Orlando City wins the U.S. Cup, a spot on the uh, Concacaf Championship? And yes, that is correct. It's going to be a spot on uh, Concacaf Championship. It's going to allow us allow us opportunity to bring take our brand international. Three hundred thousand dollars. Our name etched on a trophy. That is the oldest football trophy here in the United States has a lot of, a lot a lot of prestige, uh, a lot of history behind it. And not only that it's uh, the, the silverware, it's always a morale booster. You know, we haven't won anything since 2014. We haven't lifted a league wide trophy since 2013. We have not won anything in the MLS era. And you know, while there's fans like myself and Luis that have seen this team win something, there's fans like Paola that all they know is heartache, pain, suffering, tears, and I think those fans deserve something. Sure, let's. Um, Paola, you have you have anything to add?
3: No, you guys, you guys cover all my like my thoughts about the game. Um, I'm curious of what Oscar Pareja is gonna start on the line. In the back lineup, I don't know if Smith is going to um, start in that same position because I know that Monteno has played center back before, so I don't know if he's going to switch up or he's going to stick with Smith. I will say to stick with Smith in the center back, but like you said, Luis, should be the priority of the Open Cup. It shouldn't, like, if we win, we win. That's a win-win in the Cincinnati game, but or we tied. But I think they need to focus on the Nashville game for now.
1: Sure. You know, um, I, I definitely I think I would like to see Taylor Williams, believe it or not. I think people gave up too fast on Taylor Williams. Uh, he had a lot of hate. He's a ju- he's a young kid. Uh, I, w- I would like to see uh, Taylor Williams and uh, Rodrigo Schlegel, in my opinion, if you ask me. um, uh, I mean, if you ask me, that's why I would like. I- I'm not the coach. Uh, and I think Kyle didn't disappoint at center back. But also, you put a player that is so dynamic, like uh, Darwin Quintero, like he he struggled uh, a certain point, right? Um, and, and it's not to knock him down or anything. I mean, any any defender will struggle with him, but you just gotta have certain poise as a center back to 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 handle players of that caliber. Like for example, Antonio Carlos, he would have definitely not 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 even sweating. He he, he would have definitely you know, taking care of them for sure. Uh, and I think um, we, need our, we need, you know, we cannot get these yellow cards, you know, like just like Dave said, we, we, we can't keep getting these yellow cards because we're getting to the part of the, of, of the MLS portion. We're almost at halfway. And this is where <laughs> every single point matters now. And the U.S. Open Cup, too. So we're, we're at four, I think, four games, right, uh, for glory, right? Four, four games for glory, I think, three or four games.
2: Uh, if we uh, if we win against Nashville, we're going to the semifinals. Yeah, if so we win teams. that one, finals. So, yeah, so, I mean, three games. Yeah, yeah, three games. So three games to glory, guys.
1: I mean, you know, and, and, and Pareja knows this. Obviously, he wants to say he wants to do both. You know, he wants to do excel in both. But he knows the priority is the U.S. Open Cup for sure. I can definitely tell by the way he was saying. Let's read some comments, guys, uh, before we go uh, to Paola. Uh, Matthew says, Jensen does need to chill. Getting yellows that he doesn't need to get really responsible on his part. Jim D, we need to quit playing 70 minutes. It seems after 70, it's just defending in the box and absorbing too much pressure. I wholeheartedly agree on that. Wholeheartedly agree. And a better team can, like, let's say we play Seattle Sounders. Like they will, <laughs> they will break that deadlock. I, 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 that's all I'm saying. Like I mean, not to knock them down, but but they will break the deadlock. It, it doesn't matter if you put like eight defenders, and or or ele- the eleven players start defending, they'll break the deadlock. Like there are teams that are just better than Houston, right? Uh, let's go ahead and uh, move on. Matthew says, anyone know when Antonio Carlos will be back? That's a good question, um, Dave. Any?
2: Information well he, he, he is he is practicing with the first team. Uh he's doing drills. I don't know how much uh physical contact he's getting. Personally this is David Valentin the individual <laughs> talking. I have to say I don't want to rush him. I really don't want to rush him. We've done same that in, in years past we have done that out of necessity. We'll remember how we've rushed these players. And they get hurt right away. And, and, and now now the the recovery time is longer and longer and longer. I think if we can thread water with what we have right now, I'm okay with that. I, you know, I, I, I understand we're not going to be number one, right? So And if if uh, pro referees would have done their job, we would be <laughs> actually number one in the East. But that's a, a, a story for another day. Uh, Personally, I don't want to rush him. I see uh, his Instagram. I hear people that uh, talked to him. The guy cannot wait to get back on the pitch because that's what winners do. That's what winners do. That's what champions want. You know, you they, 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 they want to be out there running and doing what uh, their God-given talent. We're very, very fortunate to have this individual in, in our stable of uh, players. And uh, but I want him to come back stronger than ever, to finish finish strong. And um, so, with that said, if if as a betting man, I would probably say August is the month where we probably going to see him. Um, July, if you look at the calendar, guys, five games in four uh, weeks. If 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 we're lucky enough to move past uh, Nashville. There's going to be a a sixth game, so it's going to be a very crowded field. And to build on what Luis said, we definitely need to bring Williams back into the equation. I personally think he's a very talented young man, and he has the skill to be a starter in this league. He has shown us. He has proven to us that he can do it. And, you know, I, I, I am a firm believer we need to throw people sink or swim. You know, if you're going to be in this league, you have to, you know, not, not everything is going to be spoon-fed to you. Extraordinary moments, call for ordinary men to to, to step up to the plate.
1: Sure. Um, you know, and um, let's read one more comment. This is from a dear friend. It says, Sebastian Ashkalai Silva from ladre el Fútbol. He always watches us every day at Ladra el Fútbol. So I want to say hello to Sebastian, It says, nice to see your second channel, Pineda. Orlando is a great city. Thank you so much, sir. Muchísimas gracias. Y nos vemos a las diez y media de la noche. Diez y media de la noche. Un saludo, Sebastián. So uh, let's see. More comments. No, no, we don't have any more comments. But, um, you know, overall, you know, at, a, at a six possible points, uh, getting four, um, I think we're getting somewhere. So I think, I think that's great. Uh, I'll take that all day against New England and against Houston. I'll take that all day. Let's go ahead and switch gears. Um, I want to talk about the World Cup, right? And um, I think uh, we were going to touch on this, Dave, real quick. Um, the Florida location for for the World Cup 2026 is going to be Miami. It's going to be Hot Rock Stadium, the, the legendary uh, home of the – Dolphins, right? Um, personally, uh, I have some info on maybe why they they didn't um, choose Orlando. Um, for, for for what I was told, um, Orlando had all the logistics because of Disney and because it's a major tourist tourist destination. They have the stronger economy than than Miami for sure uh, when it comes to 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 infrastructure and 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 the economy of 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 each city orlando is i think more prepared than miami uh when it comes to that though the problem was in my and this is what i was advised it was the stadium that's that's what i was told um what i was told was it was the stadium Um, Fortunately, camping world it's um out in the open if there's thunderstorms, if there is, uh, you know, if there is a severe climate weather, um, they it, it's completely out in the open. And uh, from what I was told, M- Miami has a little bit of a, like a, a little roof, right? That only the middle, like a small side of the stadium is, is uncovered. And and it's a the bigger venue, right? And so, what FIFA cares is, you know, seats. You know, they care about seats. So, how many people you can fill in a stadium? They honestly believe, and they even told apparently that's what I was advised. I'm not gonna say my source, but that's what I was told. Uh, that they even told um, the organizers. Build something at Camping world, and been, we may consider because they knew Orlando is the city that's most prepared. They already did the MLS, you know everything was gearing towards Orlando rather than Miami, but what ended up being the the, the judge and the executioner was the stadium. That's what I was advised. Um, I don't know what are your thoughts, Dave, regarding uh, the decision?
2: Well, it was a disappointing one. Because, like you, uh, like everybody knows, we hosted in 1994. Uh, the Citrus Bowl at, at that time was a hunk of trash. Uh, you know, the for those that don't know the story of the Citrus Bowl, um, it, 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 it has been a football stadium or American football stadium since the 1920s. And for those that uh, of us that went to the stadium. Uh, during the early years of uh, Orlando City, you can see decade after decade how the, the stadium basically was being built because each section that was added throughout its history, uh, you could tell where the section of the 1970s and the 1950s and all that. And uh, you could smell the bathrooms a mile away. I mean, it was a really bad venue. I believe we we hosted simply... Because uh, you know we were the only hosting nation that year. Uh, Orlando's hard to beat. We have the um, we have the capacity for for uh, hotels and all that. Uh, this this time around, I felt wow. You know we are a true football city. We have Orlando City. We have the fans. We have high speed rail connecting uh, connecting us. To Tampa and to Miami, um, we uh, we have a, we have three major airports serving our our region. Aside from uh, the uh, Tampa and, and Miami and Fort Lauderdale and West Palm, I mean I, I, I just felt that we we were a great candidate, but unfortunately, uh, just like Louis said, I, what I have heard was NFL um, owners pushed their way around. And they, they, they were, they were the, the guys that that ended up with the lion's share. Uh, if you see, Tampa wasn't even considered uh, because uh, Raymond James has the same situation as a Citrus World. World. Yeah, uh, it's just out in the open, and we all know. You don't have to tell me when I was, Luis, when I was listening to you. It's hundred percent. It's a situation, a problem that we have right now. You know. Uh, this past weekend, uh, we thought that we were gonna get rain, and the delays and everything. You gotta remember that uh, the World Cup is played in our rainy season, so unfortunately, I, I, like like everything, I'm disappointed. And I've, I know a lot of you guys uh, are angry you, to see uh, this this great event go to Atlanta, go to Miami, but you know they they are places with with roofs, and uh, they already have made the commitment I'll have uh, hybrid pitches for the event. Um, personally, if I can, if I can um, find a, a, a winning solution in the whole thing, our state, it's going to be uh, benefiting from, from the world cup. We're going to have people stay in Orlando. We're going to have people come to Orlando through the high speed rail, uh, through the turnpike uh, to come and spend money in our cities. It's not going to be the same, but um there's that, and um, nobody's stopping you to go down to Miami and enjoy the festivities and all that. Uh, maybe, maybe, as uh, uh, here in Orlando, we need to take these lessons, apply them uh, to have a, ver- a, a, a better venue. And perhaps in the future, we need to lobby CONCACAF and uh, here in nationally to have tournaments to come to town. I know the uh, uh, League Cup of Nations, uh, the Caribbean Cup, those those uh, tournaments can be played in Orlando uh, in the, because uh, there's a lot of Caribbean nations that have communities here in Orlando. So it would be an attractive setting to perhaps have Exploria host. So with that said, you know, it, it was unfortunate. I am just as disappointed as everybody else. But unfortunately... Money talks, and like uh, yeah. we said, it's about it's about it's about the seats. Yeah,
1: it's it's um uh, it's um it's it's disappointing, I'm sure, for a lot of fans. You know, a, a lot of because Orlando is a soccer city. I mean, what other team? I mean, look at the Magic constant rebuild, like since since inception. Shaq leaves, constant rebuild. Tracy McGrady, constant rebuild. Uh, uh, Steve Francis, constant rebuild. You got uh, Dwight Howard. Constant rebuild. You get to a final, you lose, constant rebuild. Uh, the only thing Orlando has going on right now that we're able to feel proud of as, as, as Central Floridians is Orlando City. Uh, there's really nothing else. I mean, I, I don't want to sound uh, you know like I'm diminishing the other teams, but it's completely true. What are your thoughts about the bidding, uh, Paula, uh, of, of this news, of the, of the bidding of, of the World Cup?
3: I mean, I feel got it like like David and, and you Luis, like we didn't have the opportunity to host. Um, but again, we still have it in Miami and we can just jump into a train and, and and get there in less than an hour or in an hour. I don't know the estimated time right now. And we can still enjoy the festivities, the activities, and not even Miami, we can go to Atlanta too. It was gonna be an awesome opportunity to see it here in Orlando, to see it you know, that kind of event, big event here, but lesson learned, probably they're going to, I don't know if they're going to build something for the Camping World Stadium, right? But I, I i was looking forward for it, but now I have an excuse to go to Miami and, and see the uh, FIFA World Cup over their game, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it is unfortunate, but I mean, the, the, the sunrail, like Dave said, is going to happen. And another thing, I have another thing that I was advised and I was told and I want to tell everyone, and, and then we'll, we'll read your comments. Um, <clears throat> I was advised and told that a lot of the city leadership are already working to contact other national teams for, like, for the region. It could be CONCACAF. It could be CONMEBOL. It could be U- U- UEFA, UEFA. And there's going to be a high influx of national teams training in Orlando. So be surprised that we may have Peru training in Orlando because they're maybe they are in Miami or Brazil or Italy or or, or Netherlands, right? So uh, also friendlies, fr- like World Cup friendlies, that are not going to be in Miami per se, or in Mercedes-Benz or in, um, you know, NRG Stadium, they're going to be in Orlando, right? To kind of heat up the World Cup, right? And uh, what Dave said is correct. You know, this whole Florida Cup concept that's happening, it's to showcase world-class soccer in Orlando, right? And I think we need to keep doing that, but also – and this is just a word of advice. I know I am a nobody to say this, but I believe Camping World needs one last um, remodeling when it comes to make it make it FIFA standard. You know, um, you know, FIFA standard stadium, right? Uh, and the reason why is because, like Dave said. You know how bands pay for, con- like, they, they have venues that they could play stadiums, like, say, Kiss or Metallica. They sell out stadiums all the time, right? So, Orlando can do that, too, right? But with soccer. So, for example, let's say uh Conmebol wants to do Copa Libertadores. They did the final one time in Spain because of COVID. Right? They could do this in the United States. And Orlando, somebody from Orlando can go and talk to maybe the teams from that are in the final of Copa Libertadores and say, hey, let's play the final here in Orlando. We have everything for, for the teams here, all the infrastructure they need. The stadium is completely remodeled, is brand new, is great. Soccer-specific pitch stadium. They're definitely not going to say no, <laughs> you know, because uh, the United States is a safe country you right. It's 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 a country that it's, you know, you know, who wouldn't want to do that as well as a CONCACAF final, CONCACAF champions final, as well as friendlies for other national teams. Right. The whole point is just going and getting them and having the right stadium. That, that, that's just my opinion. Right. So I think uh, it will give us four more years to work on on our craft. And uh, I know there's a lot of uh, countries that are putting bids for the 2030 World Cup already. Like, for example, Uruguay, Paraguay and Argentina want to do a World Cup. Uh, Also, Spain and Portugal want to do another World Cup together. So we're going to see a lot of that. But, you know, it's disappointing. But, you know, at least if if, I mean, I'll be taking the sunrail. I don't know about you, Dave, but I'll be taking the sunrail for sure.
2: No, for sure, man. I mean, uh, if uh, the united states or or any team that I fancy is gonna be playing near me, um, I definitely would like to go. You know it's a uh, World cup is it's the the biggest party in the in 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 our sport. And why not? And La like Paola said, you know, you, you know we have Atlanta nearby as well. Uh, you know, it's not gonna deter me from from going and participating in the events. Like, like like we said, you know it would have been awesome to have it here uh it took obviously thirty something years for the united States to get it back. hopefully it won't be uh that long next time uh, around and and perhaps we'll we'll be able to to host but unfortunately, you know we already know where we lack and 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 what we need needs to improve and and on the on the same topic, you know I think um the one thing that I I don't like about uh, Exploria it's is our roof situation doesn't doesn't cover the seats and you know and um, I think uh, this is something that the, the club is aware because I have personally brought it up to them. Um, uh, obviously, the there's reasons why the roof situation is the way it is. I'm not gonna go into that right now, but um, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Let's just be happy that our state is going to be one of the hosting states, uh, that our city is going to be benefiting. And Like like Luis said, all these teams are going to need a place to camp. And uh, we obviously have proven with MLS's back that we can host a whole league. So what's a few teams, right? And uh, that's that's also going to bring money into our community. And perhaps we can use the opportunity to host friendlies at Exploria how wonderful would that be?
1: That's, that's right. That's definitely right. And uh, I want to go ahead and uh, switch gears again and talk about uh, Gaston Gonzalez, right? And I know uh, Gabriel Amado, when I want to say hello to her. Uh, he, already, he already has a nickname, Gigi, Gigi, Gaston Gonzalez, Gigi. So uh, Gaston Gonzalez was at the Houston game right, Uh, the game against Houston. He saw the team win. And I want to say something that it caught my attention. Um, I saw him next to Rodrigo Schlegel, right, Orlando City player. And I also see him next to Sebastian Coates. Now, you would say, who's Sebastian Coates? Sebastian Coates is a Uruguayan international center back from the national team of Uruguay that he plays in Sporting Lisboa, right, from Portugal, and he's actually not a bad center back. I don't know if he was just visiting, going to the parks, or he was visiting some maybe Facundo that he knows him for, you know, but he was right there. It, it caught my attention because I was like, what is Sebastian Coates doing there? I was at the press box. I was like, what is he doing there? You know, so it makes you think, like, is he going to sign? or Is it is it a new signing? Like, what's going on, right? So, obviously, you can definitely dive in and speculate, but I think he was just there visiting, in my opinion. Um, what are your thoughts, uh, Dave, on the arrival of Gigi, Gaston Gonzalez?
2: Well, first of all, on record, I refuse to call that man by that nickname. <laughs> to me, he's either Tong or Tonga. That's the, the, those are the nicknames he was known for at Union. And I like I like I like Tonga myself. It just I don't know. It just it has something to it, I guess. So, anyways, uh going back to Gaston Gonzalez, uh, the guy is super excited to be here. Uh, so they interview since I was at home. So the interview, uh, the guy is super excited to be here. Um he he looks like that uh the the therapy that he got in um Buenos Aires. From our uh, physiotherapist, uh, uh, did wonders. Uh, he's he's here. He gets to experience the team. He gets to experience, experience his teammates, and gets to be acclimated. Um, and um, you know, before we started recording, I was telling Luis that um, the, uh, the the a lot of, a lot of people who are have been tracking his recovery say, hey, this guy may be able to play at the end of the season or, or in the playoffs because they are super surprised that this kid as awful as this injury was as devastating as it was how he has basically made uh, an incredible comeback. Personally, I like to say that is the hunger to succeed because uh, Gaston comes from a super humble family. You know, this guy comes from, this guy comes from poverty. Okay, I'm just gonna say it like that. Humble family, that is um a, a mailman, uh mom is an office worker, and um this guy has over his shoulders the hopes and the dreams of a family, just like we talked about with Facundo Torres. Uh for all of us who, who are Hispanic, we know we know we, we know what it is, you know, to, to be the, the first one going to college or the first one getting a job, you know, we, we all, we all been there. And, uh, you know, after all that time spent, uh, following this player, talking to reporters and everything, I, I've, I've got to know him, this young man and uh, I am super proud that he's here. And I, one thing I can tell you guys, when it's time to lace up the boots, this guy, it's going to oh, be yeah. a legend this guy's going to be a legend in this club because for this guy to just put all this energy and coming back from this terrible injury, um, well, all I have to say is, um, you know, it, don't be surprised when I come on come online and I say, "See, I told you so." Gaston Gonzalez is is not coming to sightsee. He's not coming to go to Disney. He's not coming to enjoy the Florida resident tickets. He's not doing that. He's coming to work. And that's the type of mentality that we see, or we're starting to see with Oscar Paredes, uh Orlando City, where players put their life on the line for the club. And uh, to quote um, uh, Benjamin Schell uh, two years ago, I'm willing to die for this club. That's the type of mentality that we need players that want to give everything they have to the people that pay for their ticket uh, every uh, every game day.
1: Paola, what are your thoughts about the arrival of uh, Gaston Gonzalez in Orlando City? I think, Paola, I think Paola put herself on mute. All right. Yeah, we'll continue here. Um I just want to read some comments, uh Luis. Yeah, sure. Let's read some comments. Uh, so Colin Garvey says Facundo Pelestri is also in Orlando on vacation. Maybe a group of Uruguayans came together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean Pelestri, he's such a great player. Man, I mean, Pelestri is such a great player. Underrated in in uh in Spain. I'm gonna say he needs to leave a la vez. He needs to leave. Like that team is it's, ho- it's a horrible team to play. He, he needs to leave, find a better team. He can definitely do that. I would love to see him in like a big big club like Barcelona, something like that for sure. Um, then you have uh, Victor Rivera. says, Giant Stadium doesn't cover the seats either. True. Yeah, that's, it's maybe because of the size. Maybe it's a bigger stadium.
2: Yeah, but also they don't get the torrential rain that we have down right. here, Victor. Right. so maybe that's why. Where- Colin
1: Garvey I don't envy the residents of Atlanta and Miami with that traffic it's going to be crazy during the World Cup yeah. no I agree um, I, I agree but insanity uh, yeah but it's but it's sad I would have I would have taken I, I would have taken the for sure the the heat or or, or the traffic uh, if it would have been on i4 or on a 408 like I would have done it all day long. On the turnpike too. I would, I would have loved that. Victor Rivera. Um, they got the number one pick and will probably rebuild. Oh yeah, the Magic. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, I mean, I heard they want to trade the number one pick. That's another story. Victor Rivera and the traffic in Miami. Wait for that. I love when you know, you know what I love when I been to downtown Miami and you know it's so bad the traffic over there. I usually park my car anywhere obviously that's safe and then i just uber myself within downtown i just call call it's faster to have an uber i uber myself i leave my car in a parking lot and then i uber everywhere and uh i love when the the freaking like bridge lifts lifts up and then you're waiting like 30 minutes <laughs> and then, until it goes down like i just i just think that's hilarious it says, Jim D, I think Nashville is a bad matchup for us. They set up too defensively, and we can score. We will end up putting too many men forward and get caught on the counter. I'm not optimistic. Well, Jim, I have to be optimistic because I want Orlando to win a cup. I think we do have a team that they can pull it off. It's just this. You got to have the mindset, you know. They got to have the mindset and they gotta the ones that they create, they need to put in. They, they need to put it in the net. They they need to score them. If you don't do that, then we have a problem. And then that's when Nashville starts growing, right? Eric Sanchez, what happens if Orlando wins the U.S. Open Cup? A spot on the Concacaf Champions League? Yep, that's right, sir. That's right. If Orlando wins the U.S. Open Cup, they get 300000 bucks, and then they get uh, a spot in the CONCACAF Champions League, which we will play teams like Comunicaciones, Motagua, eh, <laughs> eh, you know, eh, El, Hijo, El Hijo del Santo, eh, no sé, I, I don't know what other te- teams Those are Those are some play. cool
2: names, man. I'll tell you what – um... I was No I was watching this YouTube channel uh, it's called Subiniivan It's about the uh, second to fourth division of Argentinian uh, football and one of the teams was agropecuario. I was like what that yeah. sounds super cool and then the other one uh, uh, what was it uh, I mean it's, 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 it's just the names in Latin America yeah. are super cool man. Yeah, yeah, in, uh, in, there's ever ready in Bolivia, ever ready in
1: Peru. Peru there's some that are crazy, like there used to be a team called Pirata Football Club, Pirata, and you know, their emblem, uh, they had to change it. They played a whole season in the second division with Jack Sparrow on their jersey. <laughs> I'm not joking, you can check it out. Just put Pirata I believe you, I believe
2: you.
1: FC Jersey. That jersey is worth like over a thousand dollars now because it has actually Jack Sparrow, and then when they went into the first division, the 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 league, the Peruvian league, told them, no, you gotta change it because this is Disney property, dude. Yeah, so yeah, I'm for sure, that. for sure. You can't be doing that. Crazy, sue man. us. We're gonna no, lose. No. It's Disney, dude. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think I think it says here. Okay, yeah, Facundo Peles is also in Orlando. Yeah, so I mean good news about um Gastón Gonzalez, you know, hopefully he he's able to adapt and and, and start playing with with in purple. You know, I, I love the fact that he was able to to be presented in front of all the fans and you know he was able to have some word. So I'm I'm happy for that for sure. So you wanna dive in, Dave, into What's coming next for Orlando, we got Cincinnati and Nashville. What are your expectations?
2: Uh, is uh Paola back or no? Paola, yeah, you is back. I'm here, but I don't okay,
3: know, can you hear, guys, yeah, yeah,
2: we can't hear you. Uh, uh, just give us your comments about uh Gaston before I, I take over.
3: Oh, no, no worries. Um, Gaston, I'm super excited for him, and I saw him next to Schlegel. And for me, that, that means a lot because you, you need another, you know, team member from Argentina that he can count on him and he can start building relationship with the, with the team. So when he comes and plays, he can feel 100% connected with the team. I'm super eager to see him in the pitch. I was – I spoke to uh, Gabby – on the interview, it's just he's looking forward to to play with Orlando, and that 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 means a lot. So,
1: excellent, excellent. So, uh, let I, I guess Dave wanted to talk about attendance. You want to talk about the attendance? Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, the, real quick, the, you know, you have to be a blind person not to see that uh, our attendance issues continue. And this is league wide it's not Orlando okay um, I just have to say that I, I tune into you know when I was talking to my friend Colin Jackson who, who who came from from England first time uh, watching football here in the United States by the way uh, he was very complimentary of the uh, the stadium the the game day experience the quality of the team uh, and you um, I, I take the opinion of, of people who who live 40 minutes north of London have the best football other footsteps um, and uh, they come here and they're like, oh wow, this is a great atmosphere if I lived in this city, I will come back. So um, that to me that speaks volumes. I'm, I'm very proud Sad I wasn't able to be there with him but so, so I turn on the, the TV. Uh, to, to watch the game, and I see that the stadium is empty. And uh, after I had built up everything, I was so sad that he got to see uh, a stadium that, that wasn't to full capacity. Um, I don't know what it is, friends, uh, because we have a winning team. Um, the club is making uh, the attempts to correct the situation for all the season ticket holders. Uh, members I should say um, the club sent a survey uh, this past week about the experiences and you know it's the opportunity that we have to let the club know what's going on. Um, the club is, is is giving out discounts for veterans for students um, it's, uh, it's, it's it's making packages where you pay uh, a, a very low like 29 dollars you get to go to two games etc cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, and um, I, I I have I have res, resignated myself to say. Well, I started watching this 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 team with three thousand people. The people still there, obviously. The USL diehards are still there. The people that love this club are still there. And to me, uh, we should concentrate on the people that are showing up and not the ones that are not there. And uh, and and I know that it's it's deflating for a lot of us fans that we um, you know that, that we want to share with everybody this great experience that is Orlando City and then when we see the, uh, the old videos at the Citrus Bowl with 45 50,000 people on a regular game and we're like what happened to those people? why are they not making it And I understand uh, the weather wasn't the best but I mean the game against Dallas was the same same visual. Um, and one of the reasons why this year we did not had as many, uh, national games is because for TV does not, it does not look good. Uh, ESPN, Fox, Univision, they want to see a packed stadiums. That's why LAFC, Austin, uh, Atlanta to an extent, which by the way, I we were talking about this before we started recording. Um, Atlanta has their, their attendance has gone down significantly. You see that they they just the, the shots are straight on the pitch, not like they used to have these panoramic shots. That's gone, um, and I understand that the economy is, is 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 hitting hard to a lot of folks. I'm not oblivious of that, but um, like I said, um, I I wish well to Jared Dillon, who is I know is working on, on overdrive trying to to make an Orlando city game attractive and a destination uh, but but yeah I just wanted to bring that up because it's something that people discuss on uh, on social media uh people who have been here before uh and and you know, don't live in the country and they, they come on certain occasions they have mentioned that to me they're like oh wow you know and it seems like every time we come there's less and less people but my friends you know it's it's a situation that that I, I just don't know Luis and, and Paul. I just don't know I, what is the root for
1: it. I I personally think it's cultural. Uh, personally, uh, it's just Luis Carlos Pineda's opinion. Um, it's my opinion. I think it's cultural. I think uh, Orlando is a city. I mean uh, that it's um, th- their their history shows an L, right? I mean let's just be completely honest. I mean uh, choking L's. It, it is true. Orlando Magic final in the NBA choked. Then they built Amway Arena. Dwight Howard leaves, right? Orlando Solar Bears. Uh, unfortunately, they're not going to make it in the in the Stanley Cup or ever going to reach that level of N- N- NHL level. Unfortunately, and then Orlando Predators. The Seagulls sold the Orlando Predators for for peace and carrot. So Orlando, honestly, the only thing looking forward is soccer. And now you could be fan of the result, and I mean, which I mean when you when you lo- when you love a club and you're a fan of a club in my opinion i mean just seeing it in the in the perspective of a south american you love the crest what the crest stands for right the 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 the, the club the what, what makes the club that particular club like look at liverpool look at chelsea look at arsenal Look at Alianza Lima, look at Universitario, look at Comunicaciones, Aprisa, Águila, América de México, Santos Laguna. You know, these are teams that not always win cups all the time, Uh, not back-to-back at least. Uh, But people are fan of the club, right? So I think we are growing. In my opinion, I think Orlando is growing, like their soccer culture but we're still in 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 diapers we need to get rid of the diaper and learn how to potty like a like a like a like a real like a real kid right uh you know and and you know it's just it's true i mean orlando explorer stadium holds uh, enough people you know like every single derby should have been packed right whether you know but unfortunately You know, it it doesn't happen. And and I think it's just culture. You know, people are used to uh, college football culture and uh, American football culture and analyzing the stats of the players and the percentage of how, how many touchdowns Tom Brady makes, how many yards Tyreek Hill runs and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you cannot apply the same metrics to soccer. Soccer is about heart. It's about culture. It's about building something out of nothing. There's more than stats in soccer. You know, every every person that is within lives and breathes soccer or football can tell you, it's more than just stats. The stats sometimes don't even matter. (laughs) What matters is either you win or lose. Now, yes. Orlando needs to win consistently. Yes, they need to give, but they cannot be Real Madrid. Like They're, they're going to give you a spectacle to be Real Madrid. They're going to give you a spectacle to be FC Barcelona in 2010. They're going to give you a spectacle to be Chelsea in 2012. They're give you that spectacle yet. But Orlando needs to get there. And, and how do you expect that? By supporting. You know, just supporting on the good and the bad and the ugly, which I know, for example, a lot of Society 21 members do. A lot of Society 21 members do till this day, you know. Um, and 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 that's how you build a soccer culture. And I think, uh, you know, like these people right here at the wall, right? I mean, they're always there. Now, I would love to see this amount of people for a pride game, and for an OCB game, mean, you know I, I I definitely will love that but again you know you gotta you know we're still I think in infant stages in uh in in on that matter on 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 uh, on the culture of soccer you know we need to, we need to definitely not be fans so much of the result we need to be fans of what the what the club represents as a whole that's just my opinion I don't know what what are your thoughts paula
3: no, I totally agree. When when and it's not, you know, saying shade for Land of City, but five years ago when I started following the, the league and the team, we were not winning games. And I was there all the all the games in the wall because I started going in the wall, supporting the boys. And it's something cultural, like you say, Luis. I come from um, Puerto Rico and 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 David can can say, I come from the South and we follow basketball in the South like by heart. and I, I come from that cultural place that we follow even if we lose or win. So I try to explain that to my friends like I, I don't care if they lose or they win. It's, it's part of the culture of soccer and we need to show them our support because they deserve, our support there is not only on the winning games. I think we need to support them more and not in the losing strike, right? Because we haven't had this this year. We have more like we're battling in the ties right now, but we have to support them, the women's and the OCB as well, because that will be the the fumes for the OCB to try to, you know, develop themselves to go to the first team. So I, I agree with you, Luis. It's, it's part of the culture, and and I think we need to us as fans that we are there in in day and, and and night in the games. We need to start building ourselves around the friends. So
1: I mean, I was a season pass holder, and then to give the mic to Dave, I was a season pass holder <laughs> on the the whole USL era of Orlando City. I can definitely tell you, I I, I am I am a Society Twenty One member. I don't know if my name's still there or not. Uh, but I mean, those were dark times uh, after USL. There were dark times for Orlando. I mean, Kaká came and everything; it was great, you know. But we had Carlos Rivas, Adrian Winter. <laughs> like I mean, it, it was it was tough times for Orlando City. And and you know, when I found out, and, and I tell you this is a personal story, when, when I when I found out that there was a, a team, even if it was an amateur team, coming to the city of Orlando, it was a soccer team. Personally, I jumped to the roof because I'm a football fan, and and when I heard that, my heart started beating faster, and I couldn't wait to see this team. Even if it was in Sanford and, and at the UCF uh, complex, there, I didn't care. I was there because to me, it was this, this is great. After seeing the Magic choke, after you know, I don't really don't want to. I work for Westgate Resorts at some point. I don't want the seagulls near me, you know. Like I, I, I want you know great soccer. That's fantastic. Now, in my opinion, what can clubs like Orlando City do that could differentiate themselves? And this is just an idea. This is just my own humble idea. Uh, oh, that would that would boost them at a lower cost um, and prepare them for the league so they can actually win more games back-to-back. Having tough competition in preseason. And what I'm saying is, do not play Chicago Fire, Columbus Crew, um, Philly on closed doors. No. Travel. Go to Bolivia. Go to Venezuela. Go to Peru. Go to Ecuador. You have players from those nationalities. Try to make contacts. Try to see if Orlando could play a, um, not bring teams to Exploria. I mean, you can if there are big teams, but or, that Orlando can go and 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 play the champion of Ecuador or Orlando can play the champion of uh, Peru. And I, I understand that maybe they will lose, but they will get such a higher intensity team, right? That, that they'll, it'll prepare them for what's to come. And, 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 and uh, uh, when it comes to more competition, facing bigger competition to, sometimes, in my opinion, makes you better. It will probably cost the club a little bit more than what I expected to spend in preseason. But I'm telling you, once Orlando City does their like heat us tours, do a tour in Costa Rica, do a tour in, in Mexico, do and play against teams. Like it's, it's going to boost. And especially if let's say Orlando city wins the U S open cup and they got to prepare for conca champions. That's in my opinion, the way you level because you're going to be forced not only to get players that are going to complement your game that are of a higher caliber, right? No, but you're going to be playing against tough competition from leagues that are always competing. Like Copa Libertadores, in my opinion, Copa Libertadores is, a, is t- the toughest uh, competition for clubs in the world, in my opinion, personally. UEFA, uh, it, it's it's all, Uf, it's in a different level. I'm talking about Copa Libertadores. So you face that competition of Copa Libertadores at some point in the 2000s. The Mexican teams used to play Copa Libertadores and Copa Sudamericana. Now they don't. But I think it will be great to see Orlando do those tours and maybe go to Brazil, maybe go to Uruguay, play Peñarol on a friendly and have Facundo Torres with both jerseys. Like, you see what I'm saying? There's a way you can market, make money, and also have your team play in a higher competition. That's just my opinion now. What are your thoughts, Dave? Sorry about that. No,
2: no, no, absolutely. I I have nothing to add to that. uh, You nailed it. Um, But one of the things that I miss is the contact with the community. We have moved away from the player signings after games where the players used to go to their cars, where we have we have eliminated that part of the game day experience. <laughs> we have stopped taking players to the publics and the Metro PCS and in stores and stuff like that that we used to do. We have to have people feel that the players are theirs uh, again, like we used to. And uh, and this is something that I told Jared that uh, you, you you have to f- make this fan base fall in love with the club again. And uh, for the fans to feel that Orlando City is an extension of their pride as Central Floridians, as Orlando residents, Orange County residents, I think we have to we have to do that. Like Paola said, you know, growing up in Puerto Rico, uh, any team I don't care if it was uh, little league or basketball or f- football or bo- volleyball, whatever it was, whatever was because re- Puerto Ricans are very sectarian. There's 78, 78 uh, municipalities in Puerto Rico. And we, we all die for, for hours that, you know, we, Yeah, I personally, if, if I ever went back, moved back to Puerto Rico, I wouldn't even consider moving to any, anywhere else other than where I'm from. To me, that's, that's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a blasphemy to even think of living in another town. So that's the type of the atmosphere that we need here in Orlando. We need to feel that connection to the club. We have said that before. Yeah. Um, so, so with that said, I just, you know, just bring a friend next time, bring a friend, uh, try to get people motivated. And, and the most important thing, let's, let's not like put in our heads, go to the games. You know, you love Orlando city, go to the games. Eventually somebody is going to see that you're having a good time. Right. That you, you know, it's going to see your social media. It's going to be like, I want to, I want to do what this guy is doing. I'm gonna go with you next game. I mean, that's at the end of the day, people want to be seen in places where people are having fun,
1: right? And uh, I, I, we're gonna read some comments, and then I will say my, my piece on that too. Uh, Victor Rivera, the wall is looking bad these days. Well, I mean, uh, uh, yes, I've seen it way, you know, with way more people for sure. Uh, this is the a picture that I took at the Houston game, right? And uh, yeah, you know. Um, Again, you know, in my opinion, it's 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 the it's 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 cultural, right? Uh, like for example, I went to UCF, and I'm not going to say the year, but uh, UCF now is like twice as bigger as when I left it, and uh, nobody give a crap about UCF football. I'll be honest, nobody give a crap. Are you uh, like you will wear UCS stuff. It was like, <laughs> look at you, UCF stuff. Come on, bro, UCF, go Gators, FSU. Like, you know, like there was no, but then what happened? Because fans of the result, they started winning, right? And now everybody's like, Nitro, bro. Nitro is my friend, bro. Nitro. Right? So, you know, we cannot, I mean, and that is football and that's normal in football. I'm talking about soccer. Soccer is different. Soccer is like a completely different sport, in my opinion. Uh, So I think uh, we're doing well. It's just... Those are things that are just gonna I think um, the sense of ownership right and Orlando has always been known as you know, like you see Patriots fans, Packers fans, uh, right uh, you, see, you know you you don't see like proudly somebody wearing a magic jersey right or you know but now you see Orlando shirts, Orlando City shirts. Now everyone's proud of Orlando, Orlando City, right and, and that's great. And we just got to keep it going, right? Um, and so I think, um, you know, you got the front office doing what they can. But, you know, I think f- fans of the, of the result, right? And then that sense of, oh, you know, I'm, I am paying these guys. And I expect, um, you know, Kyle Smith to be, uh, you know, Valverde. And, and uh, I expect, um, you know, Facundo Torres to be Vini Jr., and I expect Kara to be you know uh, Lewandowski right and and you know because I'm paying God damn it it's my, my you know I'm real right and, and and uh but it, it, you know it's more than that it, in my opinion it's it's more than that you're a fan of the of the club or what it stands for knowing that that that's the best thing that has happened to Orlando since potato salad from Publix since uh uh chicken tender sub from Publix Orlando City has been the best thing that has happened to the city whether you like it or not my comment that is the truth i li- i live in or i've lived in Orlando all my life can definitely tell you that so it's it's a sense of ownership how much you like Orlando really right and if you do you love Orlando city uh mark, mark rodriguez an official poll of my friends results matter the city has been led down by its professional teams too many times to invest their emotions on yet another team that would also break their hearts. Um, you know, Orlando is closer to the glory. There, we're fourth in the league, uh, quarterfinal U.S. Open Cup. You know, the team is actually meshing. You know, there, there are worse teams than Orlando in the league, right? Say hello to Miami. Say hello to Chicago. Right? There are worse teams than Orlando. I, I just think you cannot compare and this i'm going to say this with the, with just very honest you can compare the brazilian superliga to or the argentinian superliga to mls you can compare cannot compare the german league if you watch the german league you can't compare the level of the german league to the mls the mls is growing year by year giant steps but they're not yet at the level of competition right uh, I, it, it is the truth it will get there. They have everything to get there and they're getting there. Like right now, the MLS is not the dinosaur, it's not dinosaur world. They 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 actually are getting exciting young players like Facundo Torres, you know, like different other players like Darwin Quintero, no to name a few. But they're growing. We, so we cannot assess if, if if your friends watch Premier League, they cannot expect the same results in the MLS. It's impossible. We're not yet at that level of play. Victor Rivera, Pride fans were there for the players. Now they're gone and the attendance is low besides the, t- the train wreck they're going through. That is also an issue with the men must follow the players, not the team. Because it's the sense of American football. I mean, they're, they have watched American football, you know, and that's what you do, you know. Like for example, a Russell Wilson jersey now at Fanatics is forty bucks.
0: <laughs>
1: like you know, it's just the way it is, right? I mean, and now he's in the Broncos, and 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 I mean, we're talking about other things, but that, that, that's the psychology behind it, right? I mean, you should always support Russell Wilson what he did with the Seahawks. But people are gonna forget.
2: And I say no, he left. That'd be another left. thing at the end of the day, is is the name in the front of the jersey, not the one in the back. And uh, I know that um, we're going deep into the night, and many of you have to go to bed. (laughs) Uh, But uh, listen, at the end of the day, to to put a a nail in the coffin of this this topic, at the end of the day, let's just come and support our club, just because we love it. Let me tell you something. I love Orlando City because of what it has given me. Entertainment, friends, including present company, friends out of this country. It has introduced me to two other clubs that I I love with the same intensity as Orlando City because of fans of those clubs that also love Orlando City. Um, I just I just it's my happy place. It's it truly truly going to Exploria is truly truly my happy place regardless of the score, regardless of the season. I have a great time. And, and if we can find 25,500 people who feel that way, then, then too bad, so sad for them. Because, you know, going to support Orlando City is beyond that. Just like uh, Dennis Bergam said in his famous quote, you do not follow a club for a player, for the wins, for the trophies. You follow it because you love the club you found a place that you can call your own and that's and that's what it boils down to at the end of the day. Orlando City can lose every single game cannot score a goal can lose every season from here until uh, the second coming and you know what I will still represent my lions I will still cheer for them I'll still go to the stadium. We have to find that type of dedication in 25,000 people in this town. And once we manage to do that, my friends, we're going to be okay.
1: Okay. One last comment here. It says, uh, Lewis, Magic went to the finals twice and lost there. There there were, there were ones good too. Oh yeah. I mean, I I was there 2009. (laughs) I actually was there. I was there too. I'm a huge basketball fan. That's what a lot of people I know. I, 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 and, and, I mean, I was, I was so happy for Orlando Magic. I said, this is the first championship. I mean, uh, we, we Orlando had everything to, to win it. Um, and then when they didn't win, uh, it was a circus of how it was handled. And that's just up to the organization. But what I'm saying is, after that defeat, or after the Magic, Orlando City came about, and it was a breath, a breath of fresh air. I remember those USL days. I'm sure Dave remembers that. I mean, even when they went to Disney, Remember when they went to Disney? Like, it was great, man. You can buy the merch right there. They give you the, the – I have the ESPN Cups still. I kept them all, the ESPN Cups. I
2: have, like, from all colors. Wonderful years, man. Wonderful, Wonderful years. years. And you know what? I. I this is the thing, Luis. I, I don't like to keep bringing them up because it was a minor league team. You know, I don't go around. Oh my God! You did not. You were not there when Sean Kelly won as a championship <laughs> in 2011. I can't. I can't do that to people. <laughs> the, the fact of the matter, they were great, but it was a minor league team with players nobody ever heard of. Uh, players that of of you know third division quality. Them, let's man. be honest. I have, I have the uh, it, listen, <laughs> Miguel. I don't know. Is my my dude? Uh, my my dude, wife my has dude. pictures of the of the guys going to. Uh, uh, different events at uh, Orlando Health back in the day. This, it was a great time. Yeah. But I'm gonna now that you brought Miguel Gallardo. Miguel Gallardo has said several times, and he has told me personally, has told me personally, that we need to stop living in the past because the greatest moments of this clubs, of this club, are going to play it out at Exploria. When Miguel told me that, when he has accepted that his time, his brick is on the wall. His time is past. He's already telling me, "Hey, this is great that we did this, we did that." But the greatest moments of this club are yet to be lived in At Exploria. So, that, to me, that's how we have to look at it. And uh, I encourage everybody to uh, be positive, support our lions. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be away from home this 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 coming up weekend, but they're gonna be home uh, yeah, for the Open Cup, we'll, which we'll discuss next week. So. Let's support the Lions, plain and simple. Yeah, let's
1: support the Lions, guys. Uh, Any last comments you guys want to give before we close the show today? Paola.
3: I hope that we win them on Friday. I'm looking forward for that game because I know that the boys are hungry, like um, David said. We need to, it's payback time. They won last um, game here at Exploria, which. The goalkeeper won it, not the team. Was the goalkeeper? So we we need to have that, you know, hungerness to to play on on, fr- on Friday. Um, I'm just excited to see the voice. Let's see how they play, and looking forward for Nashville.
1: No, absolutely. And, uh, go ahead, friends. go ahead, Dave. No, go ahead, No, Dave. I was
2: just gonna add uh, on my final words. Um, they. Um, they tie one, uh, one goal apiece at, at Philadelphia. Um, I, uh, I think uh, Orlando needs to make a statement by, <coughs> excuse me, going over there and defeating them uh, convincingly, so we can come home and and, and put away uh, Nashville, who has been a bogey team of ours for a while. And uh, while I would like to remind everybody. Uh, at Florida Florida underscore man76 on Twitter. Please join me uh, to talk about football in general. Uh, With that said, uh, the legendary David uh, on YouTube, my vlog where we talk all things for Orlando City, and um, you can join me there as well. Uh, As always, it's a pleasure to spend every Monday night with this gentleman, this lady, uh, these friends of ours, uh, talk about this club and um you know i i at the end we had we had a, a topic that was controversial i just don't want you to to leave let's let's leave yeah the, you know mood. motivated yeah. positive yeah, yeah definitely
1: definitely you know i, I want to say first and foremost thank you to everybody watching live i'm sure that people are going to check us out on all our social media outlets uh Check us out on, on Twitter at LPL Podcast. We're growing on Twitter. All are my content that I go and cover will be on this Twitter. On my own personal, I will post other stuff as well. So about Orlando City. Uh, Facebook, uh, Aladdin Proud Orlando. YouTube, click on the notification bell for all notifications. We are five subscribers to get to 400. Let's hope and see if maybe we can get by the end uh, after you see this episode. Just subscribe. Tell, 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 tell your your other fellow Orlando City fans, hey, check them out. Um, subscribe. Uh, we're five away uh, to get to 400. Um, our mark will be 500 uh, by the end of the year, hopefully. So uh, let's keep supporting us for sure. I also want to give thanks to uh, George, um, George Odom. Uh, he actually covered for Gabriel on the pictures. I want you guys to check us out on Twitter at lpo underscore podcast, and also on Instagram, at lpo underscore podcast. All the pictures on the Houston game that were shown today were thanks to him. And uh, thanks to Orlando City Communications for allowing it as well. And also, uh, make sure to check him out on on our Instagram account. I'll have more pictures coming up. And, uh, again, you know, Vamos Orlando, you know, strong. We're going to hopefully beat Cincinnati and then go on the quarterfinals. And if we make out of the quarterfinals to go to the semifinals, we are two steps away, two steps away for glory. And I think it will be fantastic to to get some silverware for sure and uh hopefully their attendance start improving, right? So
2: Absolutely. thank you guys
1: uh for everything. We'll see you guys next Monday. Have a wonderful day. Vamos Orlando. Vamos, Vamos Orlando.
0: and on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and ¡Vamos, Orlando!